Proverbs 13, 22, and it says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So my question is, what kind of legacy as a woman do you want to leave? Now think, what are some women in your life that you can think of that you're like, she left a legacy. She made an imprint on my life. Maybe it's a mom, maybe a grandparent, a Sunday school teacher, or even a missionary. One that comes to mind is Gladys Elward. She is the missionary that stopped the tradition of foot binding. She was also a mom to many orphans in the area that she worked. So these people may have impacted your life. What about women in the Bible? One that comes to mind is Esther. She found favor with the king and became the new queen. She was an ordinary girl, and during the time she was queen, her people were being threatened to be killed. But through Esther's courage and obedience to God, her people were saved. Then look at Mary. She was a young girl willing to say yes to the Holy Spirit even when it was not convenient for her. But she knew to trust God with all her whole heart. And doing so, the Son of God came, and through him we have forgiveness of our sins. We can make it to heaven now. Thank God for Mary. I will say Mary's shoes are ones I would not want to feel. I cannot even imagine being the Son of God's mom. But she was, and she did. With God's help, a lot of help, she succeeded. And I'm thinking if she could do it, Lord help me knows that maybe I can. And these are just a couple of women that are in the Bible who their stories changed lives. They changed our lives. Because of them, we are changed. So my question is, whose lives are you changing? If you're a mother, how are you shaping your child's life for the kingdom? Grandparents, How are you speaking into your grandkids' lives? Women who don't have children, how are you mentoring the children and people who are in your life? When we think of what they see, when they look at me, what will they see? Will they see a God-fearing woman? Proverbs 31.30 says, Charm is deceitful. And beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So today we're going to talk about one of these fearing women, God-fearing women, is Ruth. Now Ruth, she had her struggles. She was a widow. She lost her husband. She loved her mother-in-law. Now that was not a struggle. That was a good thing that she loved her mother-in-law. I don't know. Not everybody has an awesome relationship with their mother-in-law like I do. But she, she loved her. And at first, her mother-in-law was like, you need to go home. You need to go back to your people. You need to, you, that's the best thing for you. And if you remember, her sister-in-law did. That's what she had a choice, and she went back to her people. But Ruth said, no, your people will be my people. And if you remember, she didn't serve, she served the Moab gods. I'm probably saying that wrong. So she didn't even serve the same God. And she put that aside and she says, no, I'm going to follow where you say go. 
Then she had to get a job to help support the both of them. They had to eat, right? Got to have some food in her belly, right? And then with the help of her mother-in-law and the Lord, the Lord brought brought a man into her life. So let me ask you, how many of you started off with a perfect picture in your head of how life's going to be? So just kind of think in your head, back when you were young and you were like, one day I'm going to meet that man and he's going to feed me breakfast every day in bed. Well, at least he's going to bring me coffee every morning, right? Okay, so that's, that's what's going to happen. Then all your children are going to be straight-A students. They're going to be the top of their class. You can, these are your thoughts, okay? You would get that white picket fence house that you've always dreamed about with the perfect yard, the perfect neighborhood, perfect everything. Your husband would always have that perfect paying job, even with a little extra money to go on vacation at the end of the year. But then, real life happens. And that white picket fence has turned into a money pit. And you've ended up, or you've ended up with an apartment with your neighbors always telling you, hey, turn your kids down, they're too loud. And your kids can't be kids anymore, right? Then, ladies, you know that perfect size that you've, you've had before college? I got ahead of myself. The ladies <laughs> who got that perfect size that you had in college, and now you have to run 10 miles just to eat all the good food that you want to eat, right? So all those candies and cookies, they all go to your hips. So this perfect size that you thought you'd always be, well, you have to work for it now. And then you do try to treat yourself to some candy and cookies, but what do you have to do? You have to hide it in the broccoli bag so people won't eat it. And then once you do secretly get your candy, you have to eat it quietly like a mouse because if they hear you open that package or they hear you chewing something that they want, then they're after you. Your secret's out. So... Here comes on even more things you have to worry about. Well, then your husband comes home, and he has a yellow envelope, not with money. It says, you've been laid off. And now you're thinking, dear Lord, how am I going to pay the mortgage? How am I going to feed the kids? All these bills, what am I going to do? Then, the romance stops. And so does the communication. And that marriage that you longed for and you hoped for has now ended in a divorce. And then, that straight-aid student has stopped talking to you because, what, I'm not cool anymore? And their grades are dropping, and they're hanging out with all the wrong people, and they're listening and watching music and things that they shouldn't be putting into their little hearts and minds. 
and they're being rebellious. And you look at them and you go, where did my sweet baby go? Or you're that woman that has done everything she knows to do. But she has not been able to become the one thing she's always wanted to be. She's always wanted to be a mom. And her heart breaks every time she has to go to that baby shower. That's not hers. Ladies, and I'm sorry, gentlemen, I'm not talking to you this morning. But ladies, let me tell you, the Lord does not put more on you than you can bear. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and let me teach you because I am humble and gentle, and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burdens I give you is light. The thing that Ruth had to go through was not always easy. And I'm sure she did not plan to have everything that happened to her planned that way. But like Proverbs 16.9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Now, I'm not going to say it's God's will for all these bad things that happen in our lives is what God wanted for us. No. But whatever this world throws at you and throws at us, it's all in how you handle it. It's all in what you do. Are you willing to give God the glory and give up and let God be God in your life? Know that you're not alone. Give it to him. Don't carry it. He says in Isaiah 41, 13, For I hold your right hand. I, the Lord, your God, I say do not be afraid. I'm here to help you. Isaiah 46, 4 says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you. I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. Look at Ruth. Let's go back to her. Where did her blessings come? Well, she married Boaz, and through their marriage came Obed, and through Obed came Jesse, and through Jesse came King David. And where from King David? came Jesus, our Savior. Through her faithfulness, her courage, her obedience, her rewards were great. Her legacy was amazing. 1 Peter 5 through 6, 5, 6 through 9, I think, says, So humble yourself under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, not just any time, the right time, he will lift you up in honor, 
Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out. For your great enemy, the devil, he prowls like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. And remember that your family of believers all over the world, you're not alone. Think about Africa. Think about Canada, Antarctica. I mean, just think of all the people that are in this world. You're not alone. That are probably going through the same thing you're going through. Believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. So ladies, are you ready to give all your burdens to the Lord? No matter what it looks like. Whether it's your finances, whether it's your health, whether it's your husband, whether it's your daughter, whether it's your womb, whatever it is, give it to him. Psalms 55:22 says, "Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will, not maybe, not when I feel like it, not when I'm thinking about it or it's a good day." No, he says, "He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall." I want you to become a woman with a legacy a godly legacy. So right now, if you have anything in your heart that you feel that, Lord, this is standing in between you and me, I don't want anything to keep me from connecting with you. And I don't want to walk around with all this weight of life and everything that comes with it. I want to lay it at your feet. So I want just everyone to bow your heads and just let's take a few minutes to just spend some time with our Heavenly Father and come to Him in prayer. Just be thinking about whatever it is that may be your struggle. Everybody's different. We all have our own things that we deal with. Heavenly Father, we bring whatever it is to you. We lay it at your feet, Father. Because we know that through you, Absolutely nothing is impossible. And even though sometimes the storm may seem unbearable and the pressure is great and life can be so hard, we know and we trust and we believe that you are our Heavenly Father and you care about even the number of hair that is on our head. And if you can 